Recording in progress. Good morning, Sunday morning, Parshas Pinchas in Eretz Yisrael, Tovshin Pei Beis. We're continuing the Shir Likud Halachas, Yoradeya Chelik Aleph, Hilchas Hechsher Kalim, Halacha Dawid, Paragraph Memtes. We dedicate the learning today, Li'iloi Nishmas, Tuvio Barab Yisrael Yitzchak, Yurachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia, and Rosa Basi Tamar, for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Basgalia, Yusbehendel Basgitaleya, Sorochel Bas Yusbehendel, Avivelona Bas Yusbehendel, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Ruven Chaim Ben Chana Elka, Avigail Brocha Bas Shira Dvoira, Shira Dvoira Bas Miriam, Yosef Avram Eliezer Nisim Ben Pesia, Jonas Ben Hilda, Leirena Bas Aviva, Soralea Bas Chavaliba, Shimon Zvulun Ben Soralea, Mazel Bat Zahava, Rus Alexandra Esther Chaya Bas Luna Patricia, Yehuda Ben Soramaya, Chaim Ben Rachel, Chana Bas Hadassa Shendel, Shlemanisim Ben Mazel, Chaim Arye Ben Brocha, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Miriam Sora Liana Bas Yehudis Tvoira, Tuv Yitzvi Ben Chayaliza, Eitan Yoel Ben Edna, Yafa Bas Tvoira, Nachman Ben Yafa, Nasen Nachman Ben Shendel, Ami Ben Chay Ben Yehudis Gila, Besoich Shar Choyli Yisrael. We're still in the middle of a discussion about Koirach, Based on what we're learning here, we'll understand the punishment that Koirach and his followers had, that the earth opened itself up and swallowed them up. Koirach went against Moshe Rabbeinu, and he wanted to prevent the entire Jewish nation from fulfilling the Torah and mitzvahs properly. And if his plans had actually succeeded, he would have caused the entire world to go back to complete darkness. Because what keeps the world alive is the Torah and mitzvahs which were given to us by Moshe Rabbeinu. Which, as we learned earlier, that's the real completion of creation. Creation was completed on the day that the Torah was given to Moshe Rabbeinu on Har Sinai. And one of the most important components in being able to take things from potential to actualization is the Pasach or Pesach Hamavur which Rabbein Zal elaborates on in chapter 66 in Likut Imran which this halacha is based on if you recall we spoke about the letter Aleph how the letter Aleph is written in the Sefer Torah you have the Yud on top the Yud on bottom 
and that diagonal line in the middle. And we said that the Yud on top represents the Ruach de Leila, the upper Ruach. The Yud on bottom represents the Ruach de Lasata, the lower Ruach. And that diagonal line is the Pasach, a Patach, the vowel Pasach, the Ah sound is shaped, is a line. And, and that's the opening that, that, that opens up that Ruach de Leila to be able to shine its light down into the Ruach de Lasata. We also spoke about Hashem's name Yud Kevavke, the way it's written and the way it's pronounced. When it's written, you have a Yud in the beginning. The way it's pronounced, you have the Yud at the end, Aleph Dalet Nun Yud. And in the middle, you have six letters Yud Aleph Hey Dalet Vav Nun Hey Yud. You have six letters. Six is the letter Vav, which is again shaped like a Pasach. And we spoke about Poiseach Es Yodecho opening up the Yuds, Poiseach, the Pasach, the Pesach. Ki hoikur hu leslasois hu lesakein bechinas Pesach kedei sheyucha lichnois leshom ulaham shechoer mishom vadrogo bemida. Because the critical thing here is to create an opening into which the person can enter and be able to draw light from there in a measured, calculated, healthy way. Because the heavenly light always is looking to give, to shine its light. However, we cannot receive that flow of life and light because it's too much for us unless we have the proper vessels prepared to be able to receive it. That's why we must create vessels, the Hainut Simtsumim, which are constrictions, Kedei Sheyum Shachor Bahadrago Bamida, so that the light should be drawn in a healthy, measured, calculated way, Kedei Shenuchalakabloy, so that we should be able to receive it constructively. Avokishenas et Simtsum, Tzrichen Lasais Bechachma Niflo. However, when we're involved in making this constriction, we have to be careful to not to make too much constriction so that we hide the light completely. But rather, we need to make to be making these constrictions in the forms of rooms and, and, and castles and vessels and pipes. This is the terminology that's used throughout the Sifrei Kabbalah. So that the light should be able to be fed into these rooms and heicholim and kalim in a measured, healthy way. So that the light will be shrunken and constricted through these kalim. However, and yet there remains an opening by which the light is being able to be drawn, the light and life, in a measured way. Pesach or Pasach, 
And therefore, one of the most important pieces to this whole formula of being able to draw from Koyach to Poyal is the Pesach, the opening, creating that opening. Because it's impossible to be able to draw life from that upper Ruach to the lower Ruach unless you have that Pesach. so that we're able to receive life in a measured, proper way. As the Sforim always speak about the concept of going up and coming back down. A person's relationship with Hashem and with divine light. You want to go up, you want to go up to that light, but you don't want to get stuck there. You don't want to remain there and not be able to come back down to, to the physical world until the person's time comes to leave the world permanently. This concept applies on every single level. Because even when a Jew already succeeds in getting to a certain level, meaning that the person succeeded in creating an opening through which to be able to receive life from that upper Ruach on a certain level, the person has to keep climbing the ladder and they have to be able to create new openings on higher levels. Because when it comes time for a person to go up to the next level, and to be able to draw spiritual life from a higher Ruach than the one that you were connecting to till now, the person has to create a new opening on that higher level. Which will enable the person to draw things from potential to actualization on the higher level. And this applies all the time. A Jew is required to be climbing that ladder, to be going up from level to level until the person gets to the highest levels that they can. Because this is a known fact in all the holy Sforim, that a person is not supposed to stay in one place. A Jew is supposed to constantly go from level to level. So that the person is receiving light and spiritual life from a higher Ruach de Leila all the time. That's this concept of being able to take, th- take things from potential to actualization. The Iker Tolui Betikin HaPesach. And one of the most critical things in order to make this happen is 
creating that opening. This is why we plead with Hashem in our tefillah, Open up for me the gates of righteousness. The main thing is creating that opening, as we said before. And after Dovan HaMelech makes that plea, the Pasuk responds, Zeh Hashar Lashem Tzadikim This is the entranceway to Hashem. Tzadikim will enter through it. Ki Iker Tikin Hashorem Vapsochim Walidei HaTzadikim Shekvar Zochulam Adregos Govoyez Betachles Hamayla because the main ability to prepare and create these openings is through the tzaddikim, who have already achieved the incredible highest levels that they can. They are the ones who draw down to the world that double light that we've spoken about. Which is another version of this concept of taking things from potential to actualization. Ruach de Leila, Ruach de la Sata, the two Ruachs. She'al Yodon Iker Tikun Kol Hapsochim Vashorim. And it's through these Tzadikim that we're able to create all of these openings and gateways. V'zeh Shebikesh Tchila, and this is why Dovan HaMelech Prior to this prayer, a few lines above it, Dovan Amelch says, Loi omos I won't die, I will live. Ki lefomim, ki sheyoyreit haruach deleila, ve'eno yochoy lasis pesach lekabel horimimenu, because sometimes when that ruach deleila is coming down and the person cannot create a, a healthy opening to receive that light, the, the person will have to die and pass away as a result of this. Because that's how a person dies. That's how the soul leaves. When the Ruach de Leila comes down and connects to the Ruach de Lesata, and, and the Ruach de Leila cannot stay down here, and it pulls up with it the Ruach de Lesata, if the person has not prepared uh, enough kalim at the time to receive the Ruach de Leila in a healthy way, where the person can still remain down here on earth. Alkein Bikesh, therefore, Dovr pleads with Hashem, Loyomus, Kiechia I don't want to die, I want to live, to be able to tell over the great things about Hashem. Shiloyeret Haruach de Leila Bishvil Histalkusumisa. He was asking that the Ruach de Leila should not come down in order to cause his passing away, his death, but rather, but rather that he should be to receive its light in a healthy way, to give life. Meaning that he should be able to draw an additional light from that upper Ruach. Which means another level of taking things from potential to actual. And as we learned earlier, this cannot be accomplished without the person overcoming obstacles.
major obstacles, meniois rabois, many obstacles. Vezer, and this is what Dovid HaMelech says there, Yasur Yisrani Ko Vilamoves Loinesononi. Hashem puts me through major, major suffering and difficulties, but does not allow me to die. Dahainu Shashim Yisborach Hazorani Shehoyoli Yisurim Umaniois Atsumois. Hashem helped me in the fact that I had suffering, I had major obstacles. However, with Hashem's powerful kindness, He helped me to overcome these obstacles. Through deep desire and yearning. And through this, I was not given over to death. Because I succeeded in taking things from potential to actualization as a result of my suffering and the obstacles which were only for the sake of increasing my desire. And that's why he goes on to say, open up for me these gates. David HaMelech is asking, now also I'm asking that the, the gates of holiness should open up for me. That I should continue to be able to draw new chius, new life from the upper ruach of a higher level every single time constantly climbing that ladder, ladder, going to higher and higher levels. And all of this is dependent especially on the ability to prepare those entranceways, those gates. Open up the gates, Hashem, and allow the nation, the righteous nation, to enter. Rav Nosanzal is proving and reiterating from all of these psukim that this is our main job. The main thing we have to do is make that opening. The koirach shecholak al Moshe v'rotzo l'mnoyaz kol Yisrael me lehiskarev l'moshe shehu atzadik o'emes Koirach, who opposed Moshe Rabbeinu, and he wanted to prevent the entire Jewish nation from coming close to Moshe Rabbeinu, who is the true tzaddik, through which the Jewish nation can really be given the assistance and guidance to prepare those openings. Therefore, Koirach's punishment was exactly in this manner, Shegozar Moshe, which Moshe Rabbeinu decreed. Im kemois kol odom yomus, Moshe Rabbeinu said, if Koirach will die a, naturally, a natural death like other people, then everyone will know that I am not the true leader, Moshe Rabbeinu said. However, Embryo Yivro Hashem, if Hashem will make a new creation, and the earth will open up its mouth. 
Shebaze hera Moshe oitzem goidel koichai. Through this, Moshe Rabbeinu showed Klal Yisrael his great power. Sheyesh loy koyach lohoitzi brio chadosho mikoyach alapoyal. That he has the ability to bring forth a new creation from potential to actual. Shehi alidei asiyas psochem ushorem which requires creating openings and gates. And thereby to be able to draw divine life from the highest, highest of levels to the lowest of the lowest places. To the point where there should be created an opening in the most physical part of this world, in the earth, in the ground. Shehu tachlis hagashmias. This world and the, the earth on this world is the lowest, lowest, the ultimate in gashmias. Shemisham kol hamaniyas sheboilam. And, and gashmias is the source of all obstacles. Ki ikr hamaniyas shelodom nimshach machmashumalubosh beguf megusham kozeh. Beretz gashmi kozeh. Rab Nassau explains, because the main thing that holds us back from rising, from becoming very spiritual, from coming very close to Hashem, to Tzadikim, is the fact that we are in this materialistic, physical world, and we are in our neshama, is inside this physical, materialistic body. And this is the main test of a human being. The Kemuvur Laomiz, as this was discussed earlier, Shalkain Iker Hamikve Al Horitzdaika, when Rabnasanzal was explaining why a mikveh must be attached to the ground. The Iker Koyahatsadiku Shayokhoi Lasis Psochim Bamadrega Swalyoinois at Shayokhoi Lahamshiko Orvahius. The the main greatness of its sadik is that he has the ability to create openings on the highest levels, which enables him to draw light and life. Which means the revelation of Hashem, even into this physical, materialistic world, into the lowest, lowest levels. Ad sheyiskayim until we'll see the fulfillment of the pasuk veyeda kol pol kiatofialtoi that every creation of Hashem will recognize that Hashem is the one who created them. V'kimavurak var kama pamim as as we've explained many times sheikar gedulas hatzadik bechayov viachar histalkusoi the main greatness of the tzadik during his lifetime. And also, after he passes away, is shekol ma sheoil al madrega gavoya yoiser yamshich v'yoyer ha'oyer al madrega satachtoines v'amegusham yoiser. Is that the higher and higher levels that a tzaddik goes up to, he's able to draw and bring the light down further and further down to lower places. And this is what Moshe Rabbeinu showed at that time with his incredible power. Because 
because Koirach and the people that joined him fell to such a level to the point where they became like atheists. They denied Hashem. Kamoisham Rabbi Seinazala, as the Gemara says, Koirach Minhoya. Koirach was an apikoris. Ad Shamru Shekol Apin Shovin. To the point where Koirach said, everybody's the same. Kikol Ho'edo Kulam Kedoshim. When he said the entire community, everybody here is holy, implying that we're all on the same level. They refused to believe in the greatness of the tzaddik, who has the ability to draw spiritual life and revelation of Hashem from higher and higher places all the time, to the point where the tzaddik has the ability to lift up and elevate all of those who have fallen to the lowest places, those who are very materialistic. And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu showed that he has the ability to show everybody that he has the ability to actualize, to take from potential into action a brand new creation, something that never had happened before. He has the ability to make an opening in the earth itself in the most earthly aspect of the earth. And as soon as Moshe Rabbeinu said this, this happened immediately. As it says, As soon as Moshe Rabbeinu finished saying these words, the earth split open, and the earth opened its mouth. An opening was created in the most physical aspect of this world, of this earth. As a result of this, the evil, wicked people, those who were the obstacles, those who were the opposition, received their punishment and they were swallowed up immediately. And the entire Jewish nation saw through this particular punishment, they saw the great power of Moshe Rabbeinu, that Moshe Rabbeinu, the Tzadik Emes, has the ability to create an opening in the highest and highest of places all the way down to the bottom of the bottom, to the lowest. This is another version, another definition of taking things from koyach to poyal. Any questions, please? question in the chat uh, practical examples of creating these openings these tzimtzumim on our level 
How do we make these necessary openings? Only via his kashrus tzaddikim, or via other means as well? If so, which? And what and how do we use these openings made by the tzaddikim? The entire Torah is tzimtzumim of Hashem's light. Every mitzvah is a tzimtzum of Hashem's light. Every word in the Torah, every letter, is a tzimtzum, a constriction of Hashem's light. When we study the Torah, when we fulfill its mitzvahs, we're receiving the light of Hashem through these tzimtzumim, through these kalim. When we open our mouth to speak words of tefillah, words of Torah, that's through our action of open of opening, we create, on our level, we create these openings in heaven. And again, because of the levels we are on, and we can't necessarily succeed in doing this on our own, this is why we need the connection to the tzaddik. When a person is connected to the tzaddik, everything they do is much more effective. And by, by our tefillahs, going to the tzaddik, our tefillah, our Torah and mitzvahs, the tzaddikim can use all of that as kalim, as vessels, into which to bring down this divine light of Hashem. Rav Nosanzal explained, we had, we had this earlier, and Rav Nosanzal mentions this in several places throughout Likut HaLochas, that, for example, you had Rabbi Akiva, who was as great as Moshe Rabbeinu in certain ways. <coughs> and because of that, he had the ability and wanted to bring down incredible high-level light. However, in, in order for that light to be used beneficially, he needed to have many students, and those students had to be plugged into each other. They had to be united. If there were many students and they were united, they could receive all of that light in a healthy, constructive manner. The moment there was machlekes, disunity, the, this tremendous light resulted in Misa and Histalkus. This tremendous light wasn't, didn't have the kalim and simsumim to go into, so it resulted in bringing about the deaths of all of these students. These are some of the examples. And, and every time that we encounter obstacles, every time that we encounter obstacles in, in our performance of mitzvahs and and we and, and as a result of the obstacles, we ratchet up our desire for the mitzvah, for whatever good thing we want to do, we are involved in this process of creating these openings. Any other questions, please? Paragraph Nun. Ki Iker Hamiso Nimsha Halidei Chetodomorishon. Because we know that what really brought death to the world was the original sin of Odomarishan. Because had Odomarishan not sinned, he would have had the ability to climb to the highest levels and create openings there, and be able to receive divine life from there, while he was physically alive. 
and he would have achieved perfection during his lifetime. However, because of his sin, Migzar Misa, Hashem decreed that there must be death. Even if a person is a great tzaddik, he cannot get to the highest places that he needs to get to without experiencing death. The soul must depart and separate from the body. And then the body returns to the earth and gets purified there until the time when it'll be restored, revived, brought back to life. And then, based on the person's actions that they did throughout their entire life, and based on the degree of purification that the person went through, the person will be that the openings and gates of holiness will be opened for that person. And the light coming out of that opening will reach all the way down to the opening of that person's grave. And as a result, the person's grave will open up and the person will come back to life. Because once again, the whole concept of the dead coming back to life requires this Pesach, this opening. As it says in the Novi Yecheskel, chapter 37, When I will open up your graves, I will, I will give my spirit into you, and you will come back to life. Whereas Koirach, who opposed Moshe Rabbeinu, he was in denial of everything we're describing here. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu showed him that he had the ability to create this opening in the earth immediately. Don't, don't have to wait till Tchiyas HaMesim. And this will result in the downfall of the opposition. Whereas the truly religious and righteous people will see the greatness of Hashem, the greatness of the Tzadikim, that they have the ability to create these openings and to reveal the truth even in the ultimate physicality and materialism of this earth to the point where everybody will be able to see the truth. Any questions?
paragraph non aleph, the final paragraph of this halacha, which took us quite a bit, maybe 50 pages or so that we had of this halacha, Baruch Hashem. V'alkein, Iker machloikas koirach, hischil mi parshas tzitzis, k'moishom rabbi senazal. And this is why, when Koirach went to attack Moshe Rabbeinu, he started with tzitzis. He dressed all of his people in these talesim that were made from only tchelis. And he asked Moshe Rabbeinu, do these, do these garments require tzitzis? And when Moshe Rabbeinu said yes, he started laughing and making sarcastic remarks. Ki tzitzis hu hamshochas chayim me'elo because the mitzvah tzitzis is a perfect example of where we try to draw the ruach hachayim, the, the, the spirit of life, from above to below. Bibchinas, as the Pasuk says, me'arba ruchois boi haruach. From all four directions comes forth this divine spirit of Hashem. That's tzitzis, which we wear on all four directions of our garment. And this is also the concept of the blue dye of tzitzis. Because one of the most important components, again, in allowing us to draw this Ruach Chaim from above to below, each time from new and higher levels, is through tzitzis. As Rabbeinazal speaks about this in chapter 49 in Likut Imran, quoting the Zohar HaKodesh, The Zohar HaKodesh explains Tcheles represents the power of the Shechina, the destructive power of the Shechina in a sense. The Shechina is Malchus, Dina de Malchusa Dina, which has the power to destroy everything in its path. The word Tcheles is Miloshin Achle, Achle, to eat up. As, as when the Meraglim came back from their mission, they said, Eretz Oicheles Yoshpeho, that Eretz Yisrael is a land that eats up its inhabitants. So the, Rabbi Nezal explains over there that for the non-Jews, for the enemies of the Jews, this tcheles, this light of the Shechina, is a destructive force. But v'atem, for you, the Jewish people, hadveikim b'ashem alikechem, who attach yourselves to Hashem in a healthy way, chayim kulchem ayoyim. We draw life from the Shechina. Hainu she'umois ha'olam v'chol ha'rechoikim mitzadikei emes, What this teaches us is that the other nations of the world and also those people who are far from the true tzaddikim, they cannot receive this divine light from Hashem. Because to them, it's a fire. It's a destructive fire. The Pasuk describes Hashem as Eish Oichla, as the Zohar Kodesh says, which eats up everything and destroys everything. 
אבל ישראל הדבקים בצדיקי אמס, whereas the Jewish people, those who attach themselves to the true צדיקים, נאמר עליהם, about them, the פוסק says, ואתם הדבקים בהשם אלוקיכם, חיים כולכם היום. You who are attached properly and in a good way, in a healthy way to Hashem, you live. Ki adraba heimekablem chius mishom. We draw life from that fire. Ki hatzadikim mamshichim hachius aleim bahadrogo ubemido derech psochim ushorem digdusha. Because the tzadikim draw life to us in a measured, healthy way via those holy openings. So that this divine light, which can be a destructive fire, does not eat us up. It doesn't destroy us. Just the opposite. We receive new energy, new life from there all the time. All of this is included in that term tcheles, which is a description of the shechina. It's one of the terms that's used to refer to the shechina, bechinas tzitzis, which is the, the highest level of tzitzis. V'alkein koirach shecholak al kolzeh, and therefore koirach, who was in denial of everything we're learning about here, about the concept of the tzaddik emes and coming close to him, alkein pogam batcheles. That's why he made a mistake specifically regarding tcheles. V'alkein shoal, and therefore he asked Moshe Rabbeinu, imchut echot shel tcheles, poiter hatales, tales shekula tcheles, enoidin shetifter esatzman. If one string of tcheles is good enough to make a pair of tzitzis kosher, then if the entire garment is tcheles, then why should you need any tzitzis? This was the logic that Koirach wanted to apply. Meaning that Koirach was in denial and, and damaged this whole concept of these gateways and these openings, Shehim Bechinas Kalim Vitsinoiros, which are these vessels and pipes, whereby it's impossible for the Jewish people to receive the divine light of Hashem unless those openings are created, unless those pipes are pre- prepared. V'alkin Daika Alidei Chutei Hatzitzis and that's why it's specifically through these strings, these white strings and the string of the tcheles and exactly the way it's made properly, that we're able to receive the light of Hashem in a, in a healthy way. Whereas a garment that's made only from tcheles, we definitely cannot draw and receive Hashem's light through that type of garment. This is an example of too much light. Until we improve that garment, we perfect that garment by putting the strings of the tzitzis through it. 
שעידי זה, אויסן פסוכם וצינוי רויס דקם ונפלואים, לקבל האור בדרוגו במידו. And through this we create openings and these thin, narrow pipes by which, which we can receive Hashem's light in a healthy, constructive, positive way. And this leads us into Koirach's next question. If I have a room that's filled wall to wall with bookcases of Hebrew books, Torah books, does that room require a mezuzah? And Moshe Rabbeinu said, yes, definitely. Ki Omar, because Koirach said, Shebayis mole sforim poter mi mezuzah. That a room full of sforim shouldn't need a mezuzah at all. Mikol shkein, mi mezuzah achas, shepoiteres kol abayis. And we should be able to learn that out logically through a kal v'choymer, a fortiori, from the fact that a one mezuzah can purify an entire room, an entire house. And through this argument, Koirach showed once again that he denies, he's in denial of what we've been learning here. He was in denial of how we, we draw divine light from above to below. It's impossible to draw divine light from Hashem down to here without the proper openings. And that's why, where do we position the mezuzah? By the entrance way, by the opening. Because the most important thing is preparing that entrance way. Whereas if you have a room full of sforim, you haven't yet prepared the entrance way. just the opposite. When there's too much light, you cannot receive from that. You cannot benefit from that. And then there was a third question that Koirach asked Moshe Rabbeinu about a, a growth of tumor on a person's skin if the skin changes color and the Torah defines how large it has to be, how small it is in order to define whether it's Tomei or Toher. Because the laws of purity and impurity also follow what we learn, these rules that we're learning about here. Kigam hatuma yesh psachim, because impurity also has entrance ways that lead into it. Kemoisham Rabbi Sainusal, as the Gemara says, haboli tamei If a person wants to become impure, Hashem opens the entrance way for them. And the Gemara says, yesh loy psachim harbei. The person has many entrance ways by which to enter into tuma. Because Hashem always makes the Tuma and Kedusha parallel to each other. And therefore, the Torah tells us, when this Baharis, when this stain on the skin 
is the sign of a gris, is the size of a gris. Tomei, the person is impure. She'oz nimshach ruach hatuma derech pischei hatuma, because that shows that this spirit of impurity is coming to the person through the entranceways of tuma. Whereas if this Baharis spread over the entire skin of the person, Tohar, the person is, is, is not impure. Because that implies that the entranceway is gone. When there's no entranceway, the power of Tumor cannot be effective. Just like a Goy, if a goy, a non-Jew, gets one of these types of stains on their skin, they don't become tomei. Because the laws of purity and impurity are wonders of Hashem. This is Hashem's wisdom that defines how this works. And therefore, these types of stains on the skin... These types of skin diseases only have the ability to affect Jews, to make a Jew Tomei. She'achuz in Bigdusha, Jews who are attached to holiness. And when these types of diseases spread them, show themselves on a Jew's skin, metamim, they make that Jew Tomei. Avol whereas the non-Jews, she'kulam Tomeim, where all of them are Tomei, their whole body is Tomei, ein metamen. They cannot make a vessel Tomei. If they touch a vessel while they have this, they can't spread this tumor, this type of tumor. V'chein porcha tohar. And so too we said, if this Baharis spread over a Jew's entire skin, the, it, the Jew is not Tomei. Because both purity and impurity will affect a person only based on the entranceways and the pipes. As we, as, as Rabbi Nezal explains over there in chapter 66 in the Kutimran, in what Rabbi Nezal said, that all the positive mitzvahs and negative mitzvahs of the Torah are all dependent on this Pasach, this entranceway. As we explained, when it comes to receiving a flow of holiness or life from Hashem, it requires opening up the Yud's opening up the two ruachs. Ulehepech nemar bamesim, and on the opposite end of the spectrum, it says by, by corpses, kemoi chalolim, like dead bodies, vehema miyodchon igzoru, they were cut off from your hand. Shepogmu bebechinas pasach, they damaged this concept of the Pesach, the entranceway, the opening up of the hands. I and Shem take a look over there in chapter 66 on the Kutimran, where Rabbi Nezal explains this. The Koirach, Kofar, Becholzer, 
Koirach denied all of this. He denied the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu, who is the true tzaddik, who has the ability to take things from koyach to poyal by creating those openings. Therefore, his punishment was that the earth opened its mouth. And through this was revealed the truth, the truth about Hashem, the truth about Moshe Rabbeinu. The whole Jewish nation saw who is the right one and who is the wrong one. Baruch Hashem. Question in the chat then why is it if a non-Jew touches a bottle of wine, he makes it non-kosher? The answer is, this goes back to what Rav Nosazal said, that one line here, that the laws of Tumah and Tahara are very deep. And there are all kinds of nuances and differences. There's the Tumah of Bahara, there's the Tumah of these skin afflictions, there's Tumas Mace, the Tumah of a dead body, there's Tumas Oihel, the Tumah when a person is under the same roof as something that's Tomei, and there are all kinds of different detailed laws about all of this, where Hashem specifies exactly how it works. Just like in the physical world, a person will use something, a person will put something on their skin, a person will put salt on their skin, nothing happens. If there's an opening in the skin and the person puts salt on the skin, the person feels tremendous pain. Iodine, hydrogen peroxide, all kinds of different things, which, which using it this way, it's a cure. Using it slightly different, it has the exact opposite effect. Lahavdal, these laws of Tumah and Tara have all kinds of specifications that Hashem defined and that the true tzaddikim who study the Torah properly, they know this, they understand this, they can teach us exactly how to navigate so that again, the light, the same fire of the Shekhinah, to one person it's a deadly destructive, destructive fire, to another person it's a healthy fire. person uses a soldering gun to weld together pieces of metal to complete a keli. A fire can be one of the most destructive forces. A fire burns down buildings. It can burn down a city. And the fire can be used to make machines, in order to put together machinery, in order to build a car, in order to build a house. You need the fire to weld the pipes together, etc., etc. Any other questions, please? Good morning, Rabbi Shalwato. Question regarding Torah, Samah Vav 66. In the beginning, in the opening of the Torah, Rabbeinu talks about receiving Pishnaim from, from his Rav. And then he moves on to a second subject, which is the main subject of the lesson, which is going from potential to actualization. What is the Kesher between both of these items? Rabbi Nassau mentioned this in the beginning of this halacha, that, that the, the, in order to take from potential to actualization, you need an upper ruach and a lower ruach. You need that beginning yud and the last yud. That's the pishnaim. The pishnaim is the upper and the lower. 
the yud in the beginning, the yud at the end, the yodecha, the two yuds, that's the pishnayim. And he gave us several examples throughout this halacha of the pishnayim. Okay, but how does that help me? My question is, how does that help me bring my vision, my project to, to reality? The answer is that we said that in order to take anything from, from potential to reality, you need this pishnayim, which means you have to make a connection from down here to up there. You have to connect down here to up there. You have to connect the body and the soul. And, and, and a person, by coming close to this, and every time a person goes up a level, they're, 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 they're doing it through this pishnayim. When a tzaddik, who is constantly going higher and higher, every time he wants to go higher, the way that it happens is that, that the Ruach Delayla comes down, connects with the Ruach Delasata, and pulls it up and lifts up. So by being in the presence of a tzaddik, by attaching oneself to the tzaddik, as the tzaddik is experiencing these aliyas, as he's going higher and higher, I, I am being enabled, I'm being given the ability to be moitzimi koyach alapoyal. Through my closeness to the tzaddik, I am seeing, seeing or experiencing those aliyas of the tzaddik. Rabbi Nezal writes it over there in the beginning of that chapter. I can experience it physically or my soul is experiencing it. And that's what's enabling me to, to do my koyach to, to actualize the things I need to actualize. I, I see. In that lesson, he actually gives the example of a person wanting to build a house. And uh, he says there are three love, three, uh, a process of thinking, then verbalizing, and then it comes out into actualization. Now, anybody that built a house does not necessarily mean he's attached to the tzaddik, right? So there's a process of actualization of project, <coughs> but there's, there, it looks like there's another element which means being getting the ruach from the tzaddik. So is there something more that's benefit by being attached to the tzaddik that helps you uh, make a project actualize a project better. The, the answer is, you, you know, as you're saying, there are people building houses who are not attached to the tzaddik. So the answer is, what they're building is an empty shell, in a sense. It doesn't have holiness. It doesn't have Hashem's blessing in it. That's, that's one of the tests in this world, that it looks as if, it looks as if Jews are making money, non-Jews are making money. Jews are building houses, non-Jews are Everybody's the same. All the mitzvahs, all the Torah and mitzvahs doesn't seem to be making any difference at all. It's not true. It's making all of the difference. All of the difference. Because we mentioned many times, for example, when it comes to money, the, the Torah defines two types of money. There's mar benachos and mar bedaiga. There's a type of money and wealth and houses which the more a person has, the more worries they have. The more worries, depression, anger, negativity, jealousy, oh. and there's another type of money, Birkas Hashem Hitashir Velo Yosef The blessing of Hashem, when the wealth is coming as a blessing from Hashem, 
it has no atzvus to it. It has no sadness to it. So here again, this non-Jew has this big yacht, this gigantic, or a person who's not connected to the tzaddik in any way. He has this gigantic yacht and everything, and, and the chef and everything. But if you'll study carefully, you'll be able to see that there isn't any genuine simcha, real, true, genuine happiness and fulfillment. And, and Lahavdil, uh, an, a Jew can have a, a, his, uh, the poorest Jew sitting at his Shabbos table Friday night, eating his little piece of gefilte fish and his vegetables and this, that, and he's experiencing more joy, happiness, and fulfillment than this other person with his big yacht. So it's a mirage. It looks like this person was look at the things he built, look at the homes he has and the cars he has and everything. But it's, it's empty. On a spiritual level, it's empty, empty. And the Jew who was through his tefillah, through his mitzvah, different world completely. Beautiful. Thank you very much. We went into a little overtime to complete the halacha. And Yitzhashim, tomorrow, a brand new topic, Yitzhashim. Wishing yeah, everybody... Can I ask a quick question? Go ahead. So just to parallel in David's question, and then we talked about Karak. Um, so the, I just want to understand, if we're going up on Madrigas and we're trying to uh, connect higher and higher with, it, with the side, connect to the side, or the more learning or whatever it is, how do we know that we're not going to ask questions like Karak and just take everyone down? And, is there like a, a getter of some sort? Because mm-hmm. I, I don't want to, even in this class, I don't want to ask a question and seem like an Abikurus has to show. The answer is that the, the getter, the tzaddikim, are called the getter of Klal Yisrael. They are the, the gates. The, the, the way the Torah defines our relationship with tzaddikim is don't deviate to the right or to the left from what they'll tell you, meaning that the tzaddik is the fence on the right side and the left side. They are the ones who know, who really understand what's right, what's left, and what's center. And, and we're told that the best path usually is the center, the middle. And, it, and the tzaddikim are the ones who teach us by studying their teachings. They tell us what you're allowed to ask, what you're not allowed to ask. An example, Rabbi Nezal tells us the topic of Yediya and Bechira, that if we want to question how it's possible that Hashem knows in advance exactly what I'm going to be doing tomorrow, and you're telling me that tomorrow I have the choice to do X or Y, how is that possible? Rabbi Nezal told us that question is off the charts for now. Until Moshiach, there are certain questions we're not allowed to ask. And Rabbein Asal and many other tzaddikim define certain books that have these types of philosophical questions and discussions as being off-limits, that those types of questions we're not supposed to ask. The more we learn Torah, the more we learn the Sforum of the tzaddikim, that guides us to know what questions are kosher and beneficial and healthy. The mission says in Pirkei Ovois, that if a person's shy, if they don't ask questions, they're not going to learn. You need to ask questions. But a person needs to know that there are healthy questions and unhealthy questions. 
Rabbein Azal speaks about this in a few chapters in Likud Imran. And, he expl- and, and through this we'll be guided to know what yes, what not. When a person is first starting out to learn, usually it's better to ask less. To, to st- but before you start asking, first get the picture. First put in the pieces to the jigsaw puzzle. Before you, because sometimes it slows down the person's process of being able to learn. First, the person wants to just get some basic, a lot of basic knowledge before they start questioning. Thank you. A good day, a good week, a good chaydesh to all.